This is the third time that we have recorded this episode. And it will be the third time that I read this intro. <clears throat> they have been called a scourge, a plague, evildoers, symbol of Western civilization's decline, and even comedy antichrists. And in their directorial debut, Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer truly set the stage for that career. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Again, three times, folks. In the opening minutes of the movie, our lead hero, who I would rather die than look up the name of, has a dream that the world is going to end because somebody picked up the crystal skull from Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. And then a bunch of bad stuff happens. Normally, this would be the part where Max <laughs> or I would make up some fake characters or actors for the movie, but I think it would be far more effective to just tell you who's actually in it. This movie features Juno, Hancock, Amy Winehouse... Alvin and the Chipmunks, Kung Fu Panda, Beowulf, Michael Jackson, Hellboy, Speed Racer, The Love Guru, and many, many more. This movie dares to ask the question, are we put on this earth only to suffer? This is the disaster movie. This movie is horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's mm. insane. Airtight awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Whoa. Whoa. Yay. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Critical, Critical Darling. I am... Lifetime Achievement Award winning drag king, Maxim. Woo! Woo! And I'm Clayton Shalman. Uh, and and we, <laughs> we are, are the Critical, critical Darlings. Darlings. Bye. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, I just knocked something over. Um, we need to be completely frank and completely upfront. We're, we're not going to bullshit you. We're not going to BS you. We BS a lot of these episodes. We have fun. We, we kiki. We talk. We chat. Yes, 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 yes. This episode is making history in Critical Darling. We've had to re-record, I think, one episode before. The Jesus Christ Superstar. I yes, because something like went wrong with it. Um, but this is the first time that we've had to record an episode three Time. <laughs> and the fact that we are going to have to talk about this fucking movie of all three time, times is so furious. This is easily in contention for the worst movie that we've ever watched. Ever watched. Top two, top three, top four. And the fact that we have to continuously say the same things that we have said multiple times because we watch the movie we have our comments then and we repeat a lot of our comments for the recording so then we recorded it a second time we were like you know we said this the first time 
da, 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 da. This the third time we're not gonna fucking say that. We're not gonna give our critiques. We're uh-huh. not gonna talk about this shit. We're gonna mention it, maybe. We'll see how we feel. If you're lucky. But you can cross your little fingers. This is gonna be Critical Darlings three back in action despite. Back in action, comma, despite. Hell yeah. That's that and that's how I feel right now. I have spite in my soul. In your soul for a fucking disaster movie. Clayton, how the fuck is your day? Um, it's not not awesome so far. <laughs> Woo! Today at work by, I had, by the way, so far it's literally eleven fifty nine, right? <laughs> it might turn around. <laughs> um so, uh, 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 yeah, at work today, I had yeah. two cops come in. Jesus. And this was while I was, and not just cops, but these were like cops. They work in green. Like they oh, do dear. the security in the green historic district. Oh. And so they eat at our restaurant for free. Oh. Because um, they're part of like the whole corporate thing. And so they, all their meals get comped. Yeah. And they came in and basically sat themselves in my section even though we had a table on the way to that table. Of course, yeah. Um, and I was also getting sat with a six top at the same time, and I had, like, three other tables. Yeah, so you And they just, you know. like, sat themselves down while I was, like, trying to get stuff ready for nothing. I was, like, so stressed. And I came over, and I, I fucking... I did it. Like, I served them. I was yeah. really, like... I'm a good server. I'm you just are. And I, I just am, people at home. Uh, and I, I did my best because uh, I just go into that mode where you like serving people. Um, You're a robot. And uh, their meals are comped. And they just didn't tip me. Love it. And then they fucking came by later to like ask us questions looking for some criminal that had apparently been in the restaurant. <laughs> you, like, bitch. You're yeah. the criminal, bitch. <laughs> like three cop cars like pulled up into our parking lot with the lights on. And we're like, hey, have y'all seen somebody that looks like this? And yeah. I, oh, yeah. That's the guy who left a $10 tip. Yeah. He was awesome. <laughs> yeah. He was cool. Uh, God. Jesus. Oh, I hate that so fucking much. Yeah. My previous restaurant when I was a server, we had like a point system. And when people paid with the points... Uh, it just wouldn't like there would be nothing that they had to pay. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like, so you couldn't apply a tip, and you uh-huh. couldn't use the points to leave a tip. It was so, so stupid. Well, we have like a thing we do where it's like, oh, you've got a coupon. This is good for like thirty dollars towards a meal. And yeah. people will use that. They'll come in, and they they won't have to pay any money, and they'll still tip because they're not fucking animals. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, um, I don't have any cash on me. Are you going to be here tomorrow? One time someone asked me if I was going to be here tomorrow. I was like, no. Just leave. Uh, and Just at that out. point, like, if somebody asks you, are you going to be here tomorrow? There's no, there's nobody mm. in the world that's actually coming back. Tomorrow. To like, hey, is, is Max here? I need to <laughs> give him $7. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh-huh. How much money do you have right now? Do what? <laughs> Like on my person? Uh, in your pockets, how much money could you give me right now? Uh, it's actually all in my bank accounts. I don't so really you, carry so like cash. Right this is maybe a bad practice, but I just take whenever I have money, like when I take it home from work, I just take it straight to the ATM and deposit it all. So you don't have any money you can give me? I don't. I think I have like. Oh, wait, no, I, I used that to pay out tonight. No. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I agree. Before I was like a server 
or even you know after I was a server when I was not working in food service didn't uh-huh. carry cash at all but then since I started doing drag cash everywhere cash cash everywhere Hell yeah dollar bills everywhere uh, I yeah. remember yeah my first uh, my first time I got home from serving and I had just a yes. wallet like filled Full to the brim cash. and it was like it was only like a hundred dollars but it was like a couple twenties and then a lot of like ones and yeah. fives and I was just like I'm rolling I, just, I feel like a rich person I'm a rich man um Honestly, and then the older you get, this is such a Facebook meme that I'm about to say, but like the older you get, the more you realize $20 is not a lot of money. Yeah. That's so sad. $20 was my life when I was six years old. When I was 10 years old. Speaking Uh of my life, I have been playing Pokemon. It's consumed my life. Yeah. Love it. I've seen it happen. You fought a car in Pokemon. I fought a car. Spoiler alert. You get to fight a car in Pokemon. Yeah. Um, a straight up car, and it's awesome. And if your Pokemon lose, they get thrown in the wood chipper. They become roadkill. Have you ever seen a wood chipper in action? Uh, yeah. Scary. I've seen it happen. Fucking thing. I Scary would love shit. to. I feel like it would feel good to get wood chipped. If I was like done with my life, like if I was like fully uh-huh. done, I and I had to die. Uh-huh. And it would be painless, and I could watch from the outside. I would watch my body get. Oh no, yeah. Well, yeah. if it, if it would be painless, and I could watch from the outside, I would yeah. I would choose the ugliest, grossest It'd be thing like possible. Hydraulic press my own body. I would love, and I, FBI, eh, keep listening. I would love to see a person get hydraulic press. <laughs> All right. I'm okay. just curious. Um. Max, <laughs> what? It feels crazy that we're talking about this on this episode for this movie that we watched like two years ago. <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, we. I feel like we watched this movie like in October. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it's been so long <laughs> for the scary movie month. Uh, Thanksgiving. What did I do? I went to to Waco outside of Waco. It was nice. fun. Me and my family played Uno. Uh, my dad got really drunk. I think I told you this. Uh-huh. My dad got drunk. When we were playing Uno, and he won the first round, and when he laid his card down, he was like, "Booyah!" And he like screamed it, and my <laughs> sister was like right next to him, and he was she was so scared, uh-huh. uh, and it was really funny, it was hilarious. <laughs> um, the food was great. I love Thanksgiving food. I love it, fucking love yeah. it. But I don't really like turkey. I like ham, but ham, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole. Fucking Sister Schubert rolls, you know what I'm talking about? Sister Schubert? Oh, yeah. oh fuck yeah. Uh, mac and cheese, obviously. Honestly, that, fucking amazing. And the thing is, you can make that any day of the fucking year. Uh-huh. And then a lot of people in the nuclear family model for how the American life should be, ideally, you have that every day. Fuck yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. That's a balanced meal. Yeah, like home-cooked food. So, because literally, I force myself to drink gasoline with caffeine in it to fucking stay awake. I eat fucking produced sugar. I eat fucking stuff that was not designed by God. And instead, when I finally eat food crafted by our amazing creator, I feel amazing and warm literally. And all my mental health problems go away. I'm, I sleep well. If I have a nice glass of sweet tea, just one or two, don't go crazy. It's perfect. Perfect. Uh-huh. Watching Wheel of Fortune. Perfect. Yeah. My Thanksgiving, 
Uh, my, there's like family drama right now. I love that. Well, oh. but it wasn't drama. That, <laughs> honestly, and the drama itself is also kind of depressing. Oh, it sucks. Um, but it was drama that led to uh, out of both sides of my family, my mom and my dad's side, everybody yeah. we invited, uh, only three people. Um, Came to your... Wait, are you guys the problem? I mean, there's people feuding with our family, yeah. Damn. I, my family is definitely, like, in the right... Like, the situations are, like, laughably... I'll tell you off, Mike. Yeah, uh, I think it's I kinda, can assume. Yeah. Knowing, yeah. but... Um, yeah. But, uh, and so it was... One of those people was my... <laughs> There, there was a person there. Yeah. It was just like, you know how you have somebody at Thanksgiving where it's just like... You shouldn't be here. This person is here. like, I've never seen this person before. They won't yes. be here next year. Yes. They're in my home. Yeah. With, and eating food with my family and the people I love. Uh, fully, was, fully, fully that. This was like an older gentleman. Oh, uh, God. And he was like, you do, you do improv? And I was like... No, yeah. I don't. And he was like, I... I've been to a YMCA once, and they would have they would have improv groups there, and I would go do it, and they would get like forty or fifty people, and uh, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. You ever been paid to do improv, sweetie? Uh huh. You're not a professional, yeah. honey. You ever done it in a cave? Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah, I've done improv above ground, below ground, on the ground, outdoors, indoors. Damn. I've done it with water. I've done it with fire. I've done it with electricity. I've done it with leather. Damn. this is That's all true. That's all true. And I've um, done it with love, the most important thing. And I've done it with friends. Yeah. And yeah. we're still talking about sex, right? Oh, yeah. What is um, it? You do it. I do it. Even educated fleas do it. You can pick Birds do it. Bees do it. Yeah. You can pick your friend zone. But you cannot get out of the out zone. Um, the out zone. And then at one zone. point, we were both sat on the um, the. Uh, <laughs> I was I was on the couch and he was in an arm. What did I say? Older gentleman. Fifty. Like, yeah, like in late fifties. That's probably. so weird. Uh, and we were we were both. I was sat on like a couch and he was in the armchair. We were yeah. like a, a little bit away from like where the rest of the action was, and he leaned over and he was like what's the Wi-Fi here? And I was like, oh, I, I don't live here. I'm not sure yeah. what the Wi-Fi login is. And he was like, oh, would your parents know? And I was like, yeah, they, they sure, they sure they would. And he was like, huh? and like nodded for me to go ask my parents for him. <laughs> what the Wi-Fi login is. Wait, is he like the, the partner of a person at Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. God, that's the worst. <laughs> He that seemed is like the worst. it was it. He was a nice dude, yeah. all things considered. It was more like, just like I think he was just really awkward, or yeah. like didn't really yeah. understand those gatherings. It kind of just yeah, because like honestly, when you're like fifty and you're a man, you have like no place in society. <laughs> <laughs> You have like most no... fifty-year-old men are still working. Yeah, that's fair, but like out doing what? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, period. One time, it was probably, must have been Thanksgiving 2019. Yeah. I went to my sister's and we went to her, like, husband, 
side of the family or step family. Someone, I don't even think he was related to many, most of the people there. So I went to like this Thanksgiving brunch with a whole bunch of people I never met before. There were like uh-huh. 20 people there. And they were all kind of a distant family with each other. I have no idea. So then that was like on his mom's side. And then on his dad's side, we went. Oh, no, no, no. We went to his mom's apartment after that. His biological mom. And she made this turkey. And it was just her alone in her apartment. And it was me and my sister and my sister's husband. My sister's like my age, too. So then after we ate, my sister and her husband like went to like the bedroom and like took a nap. And I just like sat with my sister's husband's mom like on the couch. <laughs> and then she was just like showing me photos of like her daughter. And then she fell asleep on the couch next to me. And so I was like, <laughs> I want to fucking die. And uh-huh. this is when we lived in San Marcos. I was going to Texas State and I was in Houston. So I was in Houston alone with this fucking adult woman I've never uh-huh. met asleep. And I was like, worst Thanksgiving ever. Thanksgiving 2020, I was home alone. I think, yeah. yeah yes, I remember I, I had visited my family briefly, and I, I, I came by while you were on an Instagram live. Yes, Kendra and I were reading... Friend of the podcast. Yeah, Kendra, friend of the podcast. We were reading um, uh, duet acting scenes we found on the internet, uh-huh. and they were all comedic until we found one about a girl having to go like get an abortion or something it took a really drastic turn uh-huh. and the people on our instagram live did not like that uh-oh yeah so we had to you know kind of adjust um this is a this is a f- tangentially off the like thanksgiving family that's thing. totally okay can i tell you a dark secret of mine <laughs> please on the podcast um, yes and i'm gonna i'm gonna leave out some details just because it's on the podcast and this is genuinely okay something that kind of haunts me in my life i'm scared um so there was a point where a member of my family was pregnant love it uh and was asking uh she she was really trying to find a name for this kid when it came out Asking people for a name. Yeah. Well, she was like, she genuinely, she was like, I, is there like, what? Oh, I'm trying to think of a good name. Do y'all have any ideas? <laughs> and everybody was like pitching names. She she was like, we were at a McDonald's playground. <laughs> and I was probably like, let me do some quick math. I was 10 years old. Oh, so you were playing in the playground? Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, and I was sat at the table for a little bit while they were talking about this, and I pitched a name uh, based off of a video game character. <laughs> and this kid. character has like a normal name. It, yeah. it wasn't. I didn't. It wasn't I like wasn't Sephiroth. like Samus or yeah. Um, I pitched a name <laughs> of a video game character. Uh, and she went with. That's amazing. <laughs> and I've never told anybody that that's what I w- was thinking. Wait, is it your younger brother, Mario? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's, it's your sister, Ice Climbers. <laughs> or your dad, Mr. Game & Watch. All right, I'll stop. <laughs> your dad being yeah. born. Your uh, dad be being born. born. That's funny. Um, 
And yeah, everyone, I still see this uh, this family member that I all the time. The name for. That's great. Like, have you told this family member? No. no, 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 no. Will you ever? Nobody knows, and nobody will ever know. You should like introduce the game to them, like over time, and make them like really love it. Uh huh. And be like, I have their same name. And you'd be like, Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, baby Tetris. It is like it's it's a common enough name that if this yeah. person played the game, so interesting. they would yeah, be, like, be like, Oh yeah, we have the same name. Uh, and they probably wouldn't be shot. Cooking Mama. I'll text you what it is right now. Um, um, pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure we're gonna have to talk about this. We Fit Trainer movie. Um, but uh, yeah, seen anything good lately, Max? Uh, I watched the menu in theaters. Me too. It was good. I. Uh, I was kind of bored. I was I was having fun, oh, really? but I was like a little bored. Um, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I'm a, surprised by that. I feel like it had a pretty fast pace. It did, um, and I thought stylistically it was really engaging and cool. Uh huh. Um, Rafe Fiennes and Anya Taylor Joy were both. Rafe Fiennes so is the good. chef. Yes. Um, Max is reading the uh, the message. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you know. He's got a human person's name. That's a human name. It's a pretty normal name. If I met somebody mm. named that, I would be like, "Are you closely related to them? Direct family?" Uh, yeah. I mean, it's wow. not like it's not like you know, it's not like this is it's not like my sister's or brother's kid or anything. Okay, uh, but, but you were they 10. are okay. They are directly related to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. I think so too. I like that name. It's a good name. Enough. I like it enough. Well, I actually know multiple people with that name. Uh, I know one what else did I watch? video game character. Uh, what else did I watch? So I watched The Menu. Uh huh. Oh. I've been watching this TV show called Dragula. I think I've told you about it. Yes. It's yeah, it's like the horror drag yeah, race. Yeah, like drag race, but yeah. spooky. Spooky and a lot more like accepting of different like gender expressions and art expressions of different types of drag. Um, and that was really good. I watched that live with a bunch of other gay people on Monday night and it was great. And I'm constantly shocked by what drag can be. But... There is this crazy love triangle subplot going on in the show, in the season. And I've always thought, like, I, it's kind of like like a dream to be part of a reality show and be, like, in a major love triangle like, uh-huh. within it. As long as the people I'm in the triangle with are also kind of, like, playing it up along with me. Uh-huh. Like, because then it's, like, so engaging and it gives you an excuse to stay on the show. Would you rather... Obviously, I feel like the answer for this in real life is kind of obvious, yeah. but in the reality show, would you rather be the point of the triangle that the two people are after, right. or would you rather be one of the people vying? Because obviously, it's a more advantageous position to uh-huh. be the one that people want, but it's a much more dramatic position to, to be, be the one, one, one of the suitors. And I think it would be better to be some one of the suitors because you're kind of an underdog a little bit. Uh-huh. And because we know that fans of TV shows are rabid, 
I feel like if I was someone who had two love interests and I picked one, the fans of the other one would yeah. go fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. batshit insane. Uh-huh. Um, also, in Dragula, I'll just tell you, it's like uh, this one performer named Hoso and then one named um, Astrid, and they're like together. And then there's someone named Abora who really likes Hoso and who is jealous of Astrid. And Hoso has feelings for Abora, but not as strong. And Abora like loves Hoso, but Hoso and Astrid are like, like basically dating. And so Hoso like feels really bad. Uh, and Astrid and Abora is so dramatic. Every time Astrid and Ho- okay, this is like nonsense. Okay, anyway, <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, it's crazy. But that's it. And then one of them did get eliminated, and finally the love triangle's finally gone. It was so fucking annoying after a while. It was like all the season even was, and all the other people were like so tired of it. Damn. Uh, and also, um, every episode they see who did not get eliminated last week. Uh, uh, and that person surprises them by walking in the room and they find out the results of the end of last week because they don't know. It's like a mystery. Uh, and um, so whenever Abora walked into the episode at the beginning of last <laughs> this most recent episode, everyone in the room was like, oh, we're all really mad at you, Abora. And Abora was like, why? And they're like, we don't want you here. No one likes you. <laughs> they like said that to her face. Oh, my God. All seven of the other people in the room were like, you're annoying and you're a bad spirit and you bring the room down. We don't like you. Because normally they're always like so shady. But this uh. is the first time that both in the confessional and in the actual episode, they were all like, we don't like you. So leave. Damn. And then Abora got eliminated. She's fierce, though. Anyway. I am. What did you say? Oh, what have you watched? <laughs> what, else did you, what else did you watch? Um... I've been watching The White Lotus. Uh, the newest episode was kind of crazy. Something happened and that is... Uh, I haven't even watched the one with the elephants in it yet. So, like, not not Sundays or Sunday before. The elephants in it? There's, like, mentioning of elephants. Oh, I think one of the episodes is one. titled something about elephants. Okay, I think so. Anyway, watch White Lotus. It's great. Yeah. Mike White from Survivor. <laughs> I also found out he wrote... He he's not just like the create. He writes all the episodes. That's he crazy. writes all the scripts. That's honestly a little terrifying for the future of television. Uh-huh. It's like now we have these people who are just creating the show and writing every episode. Yeah, and I it's feel like, like it's not like it's not the standard in most. Not really. There's a like you know some shows even like like girls like yeah. which is like the show that is like made by Lena Dunham. Like that's yeah. the thing. She didn't write every episode. Right. And so for Mike White to write every episode is crazy. Uh-huh. It's like, I wonder how, what the future of, like, He must TV, have been so tired from Survivor, too. From surviving. Not living, but surviving. Surviving. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the passion project prestige TV now, you know, like, uh-huh. TV shows that are created because, like, a certain creator gets a development deal, and it's like, uh-huh. wow, it's just very interesting. Yeah. It, it just it's happened is. more and more. Um, Speaking of movies and passion projects. Yeah, should we talk about this fucking piece of shit? We're going to do a little segment called um, Critical Darling's Quick Bites, where we talk about the movie we've talked about two, uh, for the past two episodes really quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> so do we want to go through... Sure, yeah. Here's what we did, folks. 
at this point, honestly, I, I feel really lucky that I decided to do this. Yeah. Because otherwise, we would be just kind of fucked. I fully fucking forgotten. But um, let's just tell you, this episode, we watched Disaster Movie about three weeks ago. Disaster Movie. Disaster Movie is created by the guys who made Epic Movie and Vampires Suck. They are formerly writers on... You told, you told me about this in the... In the yes. Yeah. 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 They formerly wrote on Scary Movie. The, yeah. It was just two of them, and then they split off, and they suck. And yes. they were clearly like just writing like gags for scary movies. Exactly, don't know how to write a fucking movie. It's like Family Guy cut away the movie. Yeah, and um, it's not good, not entertaining. I laughed with irony, and then I felt bad because I was like, I'm still laughing at this movie. They still won. They still got a laugh out of me. Uh-huh. Um, so, and it comes out in 2008. And so it references a bunch of things from 2007 and 2008. And I was really shocked by this before, but now this fact has become totally dull on me. But a lot of the trailers for movies that they parodied had only come out without the movies having come out. So there's like a parody of Iron Man, parody of The Hulk, which I think was out, but other stuff that they just did a parody of because uh, they'd only seen the trailers, even though the movies weren't released. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. All right. Done. Move on. Period. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm looking at... What I did was I took a list, because I just had a feeling that it might, it might be relevant. I exactly. took a list of every reference that was made throughout the whole movie. Isn't that cra- <laughs> crazy? Woo! Uh, and so now... Hey... Sorry, we've, sorry, we've lost our passion. Hey, sorry if this project. Once y'all hear pa- what we're talking about next week, you will lose your shit. Yeah, and and we are gonna be really excited about that one. Honestly, we've been waiting to watch it for so long with bated breath. Yeah, and when you hear what we're fucking watching, you're gonna be shocked. Uh huh. Yeah. The first reference made in this movie from 2008. I honestly think some of these, it's been long enough that some of these are probably going to surprise you a little bit. Uh, honestly? I'm having a hard time fully remembering everything that I feel happened. like I've forgotten this. The first reference, and it's this this movie starts in like 10,000 BC, and oh, the yeah. first reference is to American Gladiators. <laughs> Ike Barinholtz shows up in an American Gladiators costume, and he tries to do like a... A smacky stick contest with the main character. Yeah. Uh, again, not going to look at his name ever in my whole life. It's probably Josh or Mark or Brian. Something like that. Sam. Trevor. Yeah, he's a, he's a real Sam. I know what it is, though. Do you? I do. What is it? It's Will. Will. Oh. Will, 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 Will. We will want live. Will. Oh, Bill Nye. We want Will. I want to do that in drag. That the song Willpower. Will I want to do a Shakespeare cosplay. Fuck. Cosplay. Yeah. And then fucking do it. That'd, That'd be, be really good. Yeah, be st- I feel like Broadway is surprisingly not used very much in drag. Even though it really feels not. like yeah. so cooked into. It's so character based. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect for like camp or just drama. Yeah. Um. Um. Up next, one of my least favorite references in the whole thing, uh, Amy Winehouse. Oh, God. A very disgusting, disrespectful, horrible reference portrayal of her that was uh, came out about, what, two, three years before she died? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but are we surprised? No. Seeing this movie. 
yeah, this is going to be a common theme. Up next is Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Uh, the Crystal Skull is what causes the apocalypse. For some reason, it is never explained. Up next is Flavor of Love. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm literally, my brain's like falling out of my <laughs> It's my really, ears. it's so hard to go through all this again. Uh, the main character... Uh, the, his girlfriend cheats on him in the same bed as him, uh, and he wakes up with Flavor Flav in his bed having fucked his girlfriend. Flavor Flav. Up next is the main character, and this joke is really weird. It, it's never really justified, but the main character, who's like 23 or something, is yeah. having an MTV Sweet 16. <laughs> it's addressed several times that he's not 16. <laughs> Uh, but for some reason, it's his sweet 16. It was kind of funny. It's like, it's fu- it's funny almost because it has no, like, there's it's, no joke. It's like, no, it's just like, yeah. you're sweet 16. And then it, and then it's, it really drives home that it's a sweet 16. Like we see yeah. a bunch of sweet 16 balloons and there's like the MTV sweet 16 whole wash. Uh, God, that, that was, that's, that's probably the funniest joke in the whole thing. It's, it's because one of the it's literally ones. it's not like absurd it's just like fully nonsensical like yeah. there's no joke there it's it's funny that it's even happening yeah. uh it's a little upsetting that these two references are back to back and at the mtv sweet 16 there is also girls gone wild happening uh, yep yep girls are being asked to flash their breasts in front of a camera and being given beads they're just basically they're just going wild yeah what would happen if girls went wild? Do you we think? have not yet seen the full wildness from the girls. Uh-huh. We don't even know what to expect. It's really true. We have yet to see that. And when we do, the world will finally understand peace. Yeah. Girls, next they run the world. Is, uh, this is a fun one. Uh, really? Really? <laughs> this is a really fun one. Dr. Phil... Oh, yeah, he's, like, super misogynistic, and he calls someone a slur. Yeah, it's really weird, because it's not even really, like, parodying any, like, aspects of Dr. Phil. It's just, like, it looks like him, and he goes, I'm Dr. Phil. Show me your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wish, like, that's what it was, because, again, like, the nonsensical aspect of it would be really funny. But Uh, the fact that they're, like, it's very 2008, so they're really trying to force it into a joke. Yeah. It's, It's really just... And it's also like, it, it feels like a God dog, it. it feels like a dog <laughs> thinks he's clever watching this movie. It feels like a dog wrote this and thinks he's really <laughs> smart about it. It's It feels like Elon Musk writing this. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, literally, like, it feels like if Elon Musk saw this, he would say, this is epic. Then laughing emoji. Yeah. If Elon, like, truly, if Elon Musk, like, if all of his little SNL pitches oh, got made God. into a movie, this is exactly what it would look like. Literally, I completely forgot that he was on SNL and he asked Twitter to send him skit ideas. <laughs> he is, like, the most... <laughs> it's crazy that people like him exist. He's, like, the worst person, like, alive right now. <laughs> uh-huh. He is a fucking... Unequivocally. Just yeah. <laughs> the like worst person alive. Um, Period. Up next after Dr. Phil <laughs> is... This one has made me laugh every time I've had to read it, but 
It's a No Country for Old Men reference. Yeah. And it makes me laugh because Anton Sugar from No Country for Old Men just shows up and kills somebody at the party. <laughs> uh, which is kind of the introduction to the, the, the loose nature with which uh, this movie plays with its characters. Uh, because somebody's dead at the party and nobody cares. Up next is Super Bad. Uh, which it's kind of a funny reference because super bad is there at the party and they're like stealing alcohol or something. Yeah. Uh, and so Kim Kardashian, who is, I have is the next reference, but really she's just an actor in the movie, uh, hands the, one of the main side characters, a gun and tells him to shoot super bad. <laughs> uh, he's just supposed to like kill them. Which takes us to the next reference. This is like if the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny was a movie. <laughs> it was a, and it sucked. And there was no music in it. Uh, Except there is music in this because the next one. Uh, <laughs> after after this. Yeah. It like. See, it's it seems like that should be right. That's right. in like six. Uh, that's <laughs> fucking makes me seriously want to scream. Uh, but he, he takes a gun. and But there's a meat. There's meat in the way, and so then one of the characters from Next Reference, Wanted, <laughs> comes in and tells him to curve the bullet. Yeah, why was there meat, like, hanging from the ceiling? Uh, specifically to make a one. It was all part of the Wanted reference. Because they, they curve around meat. Why couldn't wanted. it just be, like, a like a pillar? Anyway, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it know. was just specifically referencing, like, the scene where he learns it for the first time. Okay, then it must have been that. Yeah. yeah. Um, James McAvoy is hot in that movie. He fucking is. I watched that with my mom, I think, when I was like 11. Uh-huh. She showed me a lot of movies a child should not see. Uh-huh. Um, and James McAvoy, he's like the main guy? Yeah. Yeah, I remember him being hot as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, up next is WWE Divas. Yeah, like Glow. Uh, because the character from Wanted is played by, I guess, Carmen Electra. Which is a name I recognize, but I yeah. didn't really, like, put that together. It's uh, such a memorable name, but I have no idea. She's an actress? Yeah, yeah. I Or, like, also a wrestler? I don't think she's a... Let me look up, actually, who Carmen Electra is. She might be, like, a model or something? I'm uh, so bored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, she fights Kim Kardashian, and it's supposed to be, like, sexy or something. And then they play, next reference, Twister. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. We're going to start going through these a little bit faster. Rapid fire. Okay, Judo's up next, who Ooh. for some reason is one of the main characters of this fucking movie. I hate her. Uh, and the writers hate her. The writers are very clearly intimidated by, like, funny women, and they write her like she's a fucking moron. Uh, Calvin Klein. <laughs> uh, there's a model in his underpants. Oh, yeah, as a hot model. Uh, then he, like, shits and pisses himself or something. <laughs> uh, up next is a... Full musical number from High School Musical, for some reason. Which was pretty good. It was like 15 minutes long. Uh-huh. Literally not even the end of the first act yet. Yeah, so literally long. the disaster has not started yet. Yeah. And it never really will start. Uh, in that song, they reference Kanye West, the Jonas Brothers, Snoop Dogg, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Cami Diaz, Scarlett Johansson, uh, and then introduce Jessica Simpson. 
who comes out and sings in the High School Musical number for some reason. Yeah. Uh, leading into Hannah Montana, who gets struck by a meteor. By a meteor. Uh, again, the writers very clearly just hate women in general. Yeah. And really just take this opportunity to... To shit on Hannah Montana. Yeah, to Hannah Miley Montana Cyrus. and Miley Cyrus. And for some reason, it seemed to blame her for like... The corporate aspect of her character. Yeah, there's this insane, like, this angle is, like, that they're annoyed by her because she's, like, really capitalist and capitalized Uh on her popularity. Yeah. But it's, like, she's, like, 13. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this came out in 2008. She fully was, like, not 16. Yeah, yeah. And also Uh, they showed her dying, being, like, struck by a meteor and getting killed. And, like, bleeding out and suffering. Up next is Hancock, who's on a bench. Uh, Sex in the City's next. And they get into a God. fist fight with the main characters. Judo fights uh, the Carrie, I think her name is, and then her baby uh, kicks her from out of her purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to show you something I bought at the costumes at Lucy in Disguise. Why did that remind you of it? Because <laughs> the baby leg uh-huh. reminds me of something I bought. Okay, yeah, I'm excited to see this. Uh, up next is <laughs> Jumper. It's the jumper Ooh. reference, which woo. Oh this one, uh, uh, what we talked about it a lot yeah. when we recorded it previously. It's a fucking stupid ass reference where he goes very much like a Family Guy kind of way. He goes, yeah, just like my jumper powers, and then we cut to him yeah. using jumper powers and, <laughs> to look and, up a girl's yeah, skirt, harassing a woman, <laughs> and then we come back and he doesn't have jumper powers. He's never used jumper never powers has in never the whole again. movie, so he was lying. Up next Fucking is lying. a reference to an inconvenient truth. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Up next is, again, 2008, very specific reference. Uh, they reference Prince Caspian. Not any of the other people from Narnia, that just crazy. Prince Caspian. <laughs> yeah. uh, then, <laughs> AT&T commercials. That's right. Oh, my uh, God. I hated that part. Oh, my God. And then Vince Vaughn. I really, every time we do oh, this, yeah. I don't remember what the fuck is happening with Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Uh, but up next is Enchanted. Yeah, is which I do remember. She comes out and replaces uh, Kim Kardashian, who yeah. is killed by a meteor. <laughs> uh, every time that a woman dies in this movie, she's Just immediately replaced, replaced by, by another, another one. Um, uh, that Then her love interest also makes an appearance, the Enchanted like Prince. Yes. Put a pin in that. The man who is playing the... James Marsden role. Uh-huh. Put a pin in that. We will be coming back to that. Uh-huh. Um, and then they have a step up to the streets battle <laughs> with the main uh-huh. cast. That part, I think, really... The whole movie was bad, but that part, <laughs> that part is what <laughs> really, like... Really broke the camel's back for me. Yeah, that was that, that was rough. That sequence was so long, and just something about bad breakdancing for me, it just annoys me to no end. Uh huh. And that moment made me want to claw, claw my eyes out. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Period. Uh, and in that sequence, they listened to and danced to Apple Bottom Jeans. Oh my god! And Soldier Boy. Uh, this must been so expensive, but they made money. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I they mean, made like twelve million dollars. Yeah, they made a lot of fucking money, and it, like, because they didn't have to pay for any of these references, because it's all like parody. Like I you're guess, just allowed to do that. I assume, but if they played Apple Bottom Jeans, like actual yeah. Apple Bottom yeah, Jeans, yeah, yeah. Then they must, but they definitely though, have yeah. to license that. But but I guess you know, the rest, yeah, movies do that. True. Um, 
Iron Man comes in to save the day and he dies. And then Hellboy does. The three superheroes in this, because this is before the only MCU movies out were Iron Man and Hulk. Yeah. And so we've got Iron Man, Hulk, and Hellboy in this movie. Uh, because apparently those were the most relevant superheroes the of the time. biggest superhero movies in the world at the time. Uh, up next is Alvin and the Chipmunks. Spider-Man wasn't even in it. Was he? Oh, yeah. No, because there, was no uh, there wasn't really a Spider-Man movie happening right now. Yeah. but like the, yeah. It had been ended for like uh, probably like three or four years at that point. I'm still shocked that there was just no reference to Spider-Man. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks come in. And they're rabid, and they attack, and they fight everybody, wouldn't and they be, kill. Wouldn't it be crazy if these child characters, like Alvin and the Chipmunks, were, were actually mean? crazy and murderous? No. No one's laughing, except for kids. <laughs> wake up! Wake up! <laughs> Chrissy, wake up. Right? Don't know that. I don't know that. Is that a reference? I don't know that. Chrissy, wake up! Who is next? Up next is head on, which is a medicine that you apply directly to your to your head. head. Uh, they do a commercial for it, and then Batman comes in once again, played by Ike Barinholtz, who plays like five people in this movie, who should frankly have a little bit more respect for himself. Frankly, yeah. Uh, he makes a reference to Amazon, and then uh, there's a Speed Racer reference. They go murder Speed Racer. And steal a Mach 5, and they shoot him a bunch. And then Michael Jackson is in the back of that car with a kid and a monkey. Um, they go to a museum, and they do Night at the Museum. Clay uh, <laughs> looked at me to see if I was still paying attention, <laughs> and I wasn't. I, was, I think my eyes were wandering because I was not paying attention. Uh they do night at the museum, right, Max? So what characters do you think would be coming? I uh, think maybe a caveman. Cleopatra. Cleopatra. King Tut, right? Is that yeah, King Tut? Yeah, yeah somebody like that. Someone like that. The characters that have come to life at night at the museum, there's two of them. <laughs> One of them is Beowulf. Not a real dude. Nothing to do with history, in fact. <laughs> Fictional creation. Uh, what, the Welsh, I believe? German. The Germans. Of. Yeah. Uh, Beowulf. And then an even further swing. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda is there. <laughs> Poe, I believe, is his name. But he is the Kung Fu Panda. The Kung Fu Panda. And he comes up. Both of these characters, It. they don't really have any motivation. They just show up and are like, hey, I'm here to kill you. <laughs> and start. Poe fully succeeds. Poe kills Two of the side characters. Murders it. Fully like the main character's best friend. He just kills him and that's the end of that. Like we don't we don't see Poe ever again. Yeah. And, or before. Uh-huh. And also Poe's alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that we get another fucking Indiana Jones reference that is completely uh, separate. I'm going to cry. This is so long. And then the main characters have a reference to the love guru officiate oh their re- their wedding. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my fucking god. If I'm you are if you were in the movie Wayne's World, you love doing brown face. I am fucking tired of this shit. Uh-huh. And that's all that's the last one, right? No, there's No, because then they're fucking Matt Damon. There's a parody song. Wasn't that so much fun and engaging? I'm not, I'm, uh, but yeah, imagine how tired we are. 
I'm mad at you for making us record this, audience. <laughs> Imagine how tired we are. Yeah. You remember that video? Imagine <laughs> how tired we are. Maybe. It's a, it's, Max, I, don't, I don't care enough to... What's going on with James Marsden? So, James Marsden is parodied in this movie by an actor... Who goes by the name of Tad Hilgenbrink. I've read this three times. <laughs> I've literally, this is my third time reading this. Uh-huh. But I have to read this because this is the best part of my entire life. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he has a very small role in this movie. And he just plays, like, the enchanted princess's, like, love interest guy. Then he, like, dies after, like, a minute. Uh-huh. So, I looked up his IMDb because I was like, we literally thought we were like, is that James Marsden? And it was not. It was Tad Hilgenbrink. And we have his mini biography. This is his mini biography on IMDb. Uh-huh. As, this is my favorite opening line. Uh-huh. As only a talented newcomer can, Tad Hilgenbrink hand-delivered his unsolicited resume to the American Pie Presents Bandcamp 2005 casting director and with his quick wit and charm landed the lead role in this successful franchise. Okay. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Opening line of your IMDb biography. Which immediately, right off the bat... He wrote that. <laughs> he wrote this immediately because only a talented newcomer can. Uh, even if it was just that line, even if it didn't continue, you would still have to assume that nobody else is going to be like, the most talented man in the world has yeah. talked to a producer. And also, I do not think that only a talented newcomer would walk up and give their resume to a director. I would think maybe someone like Robert Downey Jr. would do that uh-huh. and be like, here's my unsolicited resume. Here. Uh, or a talentless piece of shit could yeah. also do that. <laughs> Somebody Period. that might appear in disaster movie may do that. That's so, not fair. I, I should I should like hate this guy, but Yeah, right. Honestly, like he's just working. Like he's just I feel doing... like I've become so much more vitriolic over the these three fucking episodes. Honestly, I feel like a poisonous scourge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the debut of this film, one can immediately see that his charisma, talent, and looks will not only grab the attention you, <laughs> will not only grab the attention of Hollywood's movers and shakers, fuck you, but also catapult him into the hearts of teenagers across the country. You fucking pervert. That is why why write about yourself, because obviously it is. No. Why write about yourself and choose the teenagers? <laughs> You freak. Also, the fact, yeah, that it goes on about his great looks and how he's going to be a superstar <laughs> and that he was in the disaster movie. And then, after disaster movie, he died in a car accident. Yeah, the next day. But the good thing is that Tad's multifaceted flair can next be seen in his starring role in the upcoming teen coming-of-age film, The Curiosity of Chance. Never heard of that. <laughs> um... An Illinois native, so we're just not getting where he's from. It's been two paragraphs, and we just now found out where he's from. An Illinois native raised in Quincy 2, Quincy Ill, Quincy II, I don't know what that is. Tad polished his creative craft, studying Shakespeare in London. This man studied Shakespeare in London? (laughs) That's what's, like, blowing my mind. Oh, man. Okay, and now... 
Tad ventured to Los Angeles, giving himself only two weeks to make it or go home. After winning his first major roles, Tad decided to stay. <laughs> and the rest is history! Exclamation point. Uh-huh. Good for him. Yeah. I honestly hope he, I genuinely hope he's doing very well. What was the last thing he was in? I don't know. I can check. Yeah, yeah. What's, um, what's he been doing? What's he been up to lately? I truly want to talk to him. Like, I want to know what it was like on the set of Disaster Movie. Uh-huh. Okay, Tad Hilgenbrink. He's really hot. Like, he looks like James, he's a, James we Marsden. We really like, did think that it was actually James Marsden. Yeah, he he's out. very attractive. The most recent thing he was in was a movie called Five Star Day uh-huh. uh, from 2010. 2010? Oh. Yeah, he's in Disaster Movie... Um. Yeah. Nothing else. I really. He hung up the gloves. He said, "I'm done." What I what I really respect about him is that he said he took a step back. He said, "I don't want to work." Uh huh. Sorry. I, that's I have joke. to. Hey, we're back and real we're quick. Back. We had a little little this issue. This episode. This movie. Has fuck. Is it cursed? Keep going. <laughs> this movie has fucking. Cursed this podcast episode. Uh huh. My mic is Mike. The computer's cursed as well. I've been having mic issues for a while. Yeah, we yeah. were. Yesterday was like a nightmare recording. We recorded oh, Fodder no. Folly coming to a podcast near you soon, and it was fucking awful. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. This episode was fine. The audio yeah. was awful. Ugh, that sucks. We literally need to wrap this episode up so soon because yeah. otherwise, <laughs> otherwise. I or I'll like, never be the same again. Genuinely, like, bad things are going to start happening. It's going to come out of the computer and, like, in our real lives, bad things will start happening. Yes. Um, this okay. is the Disaster Podcast. The Disaster Pod. Ooh, Disaster Pod would be a fun podcast name for, like, a show maybe about... Yeah. About horrible the, tragedies. <laughs> true crime. That terrible uh-huh. You know that if, honestly, if that was a real podcast... Yeah. True crime people are insane... I can't believe it every day. Honestly, like my favorite murder, I've never listened to it. That's kind of fucked up. Um, how many? Uh, one, how many? One, just one, all around. I I would give it a zero if I could. Yeah, but I letterbox can't. won't let me. Honestly, um, with that, <laughs> with that. Okay, 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 okay. So every week on this podcast, we ambush each other with crazy, horrible, shitty, bad movies. No good, very bad movies. No good, very bad Clayton, movies. I'm about to tell you the movie we're going to watch for the next episode. Uh-huh. Do you like cats? I love cats. Do you think cats should be able to talk? No. Well, much to your chagrin, we will be watching the 2013 classic, not rated, A Talking Cat. Question mark, argue, exclamation point, exclamation yeah, point. I would say it's more, A Talking Cat? A Talking Cat? A Talking Cat? <laughs> I'm confident This is gonna is... restore our love for movies Yeah oh my god yeah disaster movie Fucking slammed it But a talking cat gave it new life Yes <laughs> And with that With that ladies, good riddance You fucking bitches Sayonara we hate you We hate you but thank you every week For listening thank you so much Did somebody just knock Did somebody come in coming Yeah in? <gasps> Well, we have to answer that new door. I mean, a new guest at the... What? A new person <laughs> at the door. 
I've been Maxim. And I've been Clayton Shelman. And as always, stay, stay critical, critical, darlings. darlings. Goodbye. Bye.